0: Well hello Toowoomba. Welcome to this week's episode and a brand new month. Yep, it's August already. This week we bring you a how-to episode. We talk social media tips and tricks with Jermaine Nelda from Social eBiz and we have a quick chat with the Mayor. Now in news of the week, If you are listening to this on Monday, I am preparing for my sleep out, Monday night. If you are listening on another day, it's done and dusted and yes, it was cold and very uncomfortable, which is exactly why we need to help places like base services keep up their good work. A very big thank you to everyone who donated to me. I appreciate your support, but also to anyone who donated to others who participated. It reminds me of how lucky we really are, and how easy it is to fall on hard times, especially with everything going on at the moment. We will chat Council news a bit later in the episode with the Mayor. On this day, this week we highlight Wednesday the 5th of August. In 1914, the first electric traffic light signal was installed in Cleveland, Ohio. Also, in 1914, Germany launched the first battle of World War I with Belgium. In 1962, Marilyn Monroe was found dead in her home in Los Angeles. And in 1983, on this day, Tom Cruise was discovered in the now famous film, Risky Business. Now let's get on with the show. So, social media is like a black hole when it comes to time but help is at hand. I'm chatting with Jermay from Social EBS.
1: G'day, Jermay. Hey, Shane. How's it going?
0: Yeah, look, really good. I wanted to have a chat to you about the world of social media. I struggle with it in more ways than one, but it can be very helpful, not only from a personal point of view, but obviously from a business point of view. So help us out. Let's start to examine this under the microscope and pull it apart.
1: Okay. I'm a social media marketer and content strategist, so I help businesses put together good social media strategies that can help them with whatever goals that they need, whether it be just brand awareness or whether it's actually through a process to help them grow and make sales and generate leads and that sort of thing. So. Social media is very important today because that is where all your customers are hanging out. There'll probably be a a very small minority of people that aren't on social media. So, social media in the digital business world is very important to be on and be active because that's where you want to reach out to your clients.
0: Social media scares me at times because there's, there's Facebook. There's Instagram, Mm -hmm. there's Twitter, Mm -hmm. there's probably a whole lot more, but I'm not going to look past those three. Mm -hmm. Are, Are they really different or are they similar? And do you really need to focus on all of them or can you get away with just focusing on
2: one?
1: You need to focus on where your customers are most likely going to be hanging out. So that is the number one thing. Not all your customers are going to be across all platforms. So you need to find out where your target market is and then go to that platform and then make that platform work really well for your business. So Facebook generally will probably be the number one because it has the most people on that platform. So it is highly likely that the majority of your clients are going to be hanging out on Facebook. But once you get into a good strategy with your social media and you narrow down your target audience and where they're most likely to be at, then you'll find that maybe Facebook is not your platform. It might be Instagram, it might be YouTube, podcasting, and there's a a range of other areas. TikTok's a big one that's happening at the moment.
0: So you you think the best bit is to start out on Facebook first, so create your present on Facebook, get that happening first, and then monitor what sort of interactions you get and, and go from there? Is that the theory?
1: That is generally the theory. What you need to do is, I guess, if you're going to focus on Facebook, then you get your business page up and running. When you start out, you, you're not going to have a lot of data on your audience on Facebook. So you need to be able to try and build enough engagement and enough followers to figure out what it is they like when they're on the platform, which you can check through your insights and analytics. And then, you know, discover more about, you know, what it is you need to present to your audience to make them trust you and want to buy from you. So, you need to sort of, yeah, firstly, just sit down and figure out what it is and what your goals are before you actually just start getting onto a platform and just, you know, doing whatever, winging it. Going willy-nilly. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Is
0: this something that's, that, that you can learn to do? Is this something that, for example, you can help uh, a client get to learn the process and you sort of work with them, get them on the right track and then they do it themselves or are they better off coming to you and saying, here's the name of my business, go for it? What, what, what's best? It, or is it a combination
1: of both maybe? It, it probably is a combination of both but I do offer both services. So with these really small micro businesses, I do recommend that you sort of learn it first before just giving it away. Because if you don't know what they've done and you don't understand it, then it's going to be really hard to pick it up yourself or give it on to someone else. I think initially you need to learn it first. And I do offer coaching sessions They're basically month-to-month strategy sessions where we get in every fortnight and we go through what worked well in the last two weeks and what we're going to do to move forward for the next two weeks. And then we go over key topics that they need to sort of, you know, touch up on, whether they need to learn something else or there was anything sort of missing in whatever they did the previous two weeks. So I do help with the coaching sort of side of it. If there's businesses out there that have been running for a little while and um, they're probably, you know... You know, growing, and they don't have the time to do it themselves. Then that's when I'm best to sort of step in and help them.
0: Okay, so so the obvious question for for micro businesses, and I suppose we class ourselves as a micro business, is it is a bit time consuming, Mm -hmm. but it becomes less time consuming once you understand it more and you can actually follow what you're doing and make some changes. Is it
1: actually hard to learn? No, it's not hard to learn. Well, I don't think it's hard to learn. (laughs) I don't know. You know, I am quite creative and I do have a background in media communications and that, that arty type of atmosphere, copywriting. So, it is essentially easy for me to learn. It may be a little bit harder for someone that's, you know, in that Fifty plus sort of era where you know technology is not the their first language type of thing. If You're someone talking to me now, yeah. Well, someone younger than me would find it very easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. So I'm definitely in that category. Okay.
1: But I do, I do because I'm sort of, I, you know, when I grew up. I didn't get a computer until probably late into my high school years. Um, so, so once I hit the job market, the technology sort of grew and that sort of thing. So it's not native from a young age, but it's easy for me to sort of break it down and make it simple for anyone that's in, you know, the older category.
0: Yeah, I, I, I was just thinking as, as as you were explaining where you fit into the picture, so to speak, with with the development of it. To me, it sounds like you're the perfect person to come to to get help because you know enough of the old ways, mm-hmm. but you've, you've learned a lot more of the new ways, say, than what I have mm-hmm. so that when we sit down to talk about, okay, what we're going to do next, you're able to explain it in a way that I'm going to, I'm actually going to understand and then obviously then I'm going to warm to the idea and I will start to embrace it because I'll be thinking, hey, this isn't that bad after all.
1: Yeah, that's right. And it's just simply social media is for connecting and that's that's what it was designed for. It was for people to just get on and socialize. So, as much as we integrate our businesses and there's you know tricks and tips and all that sort of stuff to make your business grow and you know optimize for growth and and all that sort of stuff at the end of the day it's about socializing so if you know nothing about social media and you can just jump on and socialize with your your potential clients then you are a step above anyone that's not on the platform any platform at all
0: okay got to put you on the spot here
1: absolutely go for it
0: Give me one example of a success that's come about for a business that you've been involved in that you're particularly proud of because of where they were and after working with you, they took over it all and maybe get help from you from time to time but have obviously really gone, hey, so glad we came to Jamaica. Look what we're doing now.
1: Okay, yes. Well, I won't give you any names because they probably don't want to be named, but a couple of years ago, I did work with a, a lady and she she knew she was my, She's my age. She knows how the platforms work and all that sort of stuff. So what I did with her, we just developed a content, a 30-day content strategy. And I encouraged her to do live videos. So she was very new to doing live videos. And I said, this is going to help you grow. It's going to give you the authenticity that you need, and the trust, and all that sort of stuff. So when we developed that content plan, um, I got in there and I helped her with it. I, I I did the the generic type of posting, but the more personalized posts I made her do, and I told her what she needed to do, where she needed to find the information, etc. So once she started doing those lives, and if you were to have seen her back then, you know, very small following today she she pretty much nearly gets on every day and she's doing lives and she just and she doesn't need a script anymore she's just natural and the way she has developed her content um, is is highly engaging and she is now killing it in the social media she's probably putting me to shame like seriously she's just nailing it on all levels and she has so much engagement and so many followers and she's making money
0: thinking about going Facebook Live is probably going to scare the hell out of some people. Now, it's not really all that hard. It's really just learning a few little tips on, A, what to format it, what to, what you're going to say, how you're going to do it, and the physical part of actually doing it. I reckon I need to get you back on for another episode, and let's, let's talk about the actual doing of it. What do you reckon?
1: Oh, that sounds good yeah it it is best to have a structure in place for an actual live sometimes we just get on there and we just like ramble and we go um 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 which i do i know i do it um but everybody does but if you can learn a proper structure because obviously at the a live has to have a purpose like if you want business growth you have to be able to deliver valuable content in that live and then also encourage them to do something afterwards. Give them a call to action. I want you to get, get them on my email list because I've got this free offer. Do you want the free offer? Yeah. That sort of stuff. You've got to encourage them to do stuff. There's no point to doing a live if you're just doing a live without the hopefully the benefit of, of gaining the business out of it.
0: Yeah. You're not just coming on so you can sit and watch your face on the video later. You're coming there to, to get people to do something. That's right. And that particularly applies to me because that's why I'm into podcasting. I definitely have a face for radio. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we can always play around with it and, you know, put little signs up so you don't have to show your face, you know.
0: <laughs> and then I was, or I thought you were going to say, well, we might be able to get a bit of makeup on and improve the look. So I'm going to say you are got to take a ton of makeup, ton of yeah. makeup.
1: <laughs> if, you're doing, if you're doing a live on your, your mobile, you can actually put little filters on. You can have a play around with that if you like.
0: Okay. Jemay, we've been chatting away here and look, I've learnt a lot and I've got a better understanding of things. I'm not quite sure I'm 100% there, but I know if I spend a bit more time with you, I'm going to get there. So how do people get in contact with you if they want some help?
1: So they can either just send me a private message on Facebook. Facebook is where I'm at mostly. So that's where I encourage people to reach out. So you can reach out to me personally just Jamee Nelda. I think I'm the only one on Facebook with that name. So you should be able to find me there. If not you can send a message to my business page which is social e biz. So social-e and then biz, B-I-Z. Um, so you can send uh, a message through there and then um, like i said i do coaching sessions where every fortnight we get together and we explain what we need to do and how to do it and then develop out our next two weeks of moving forward posting whatever else the business actually needs i do have an offer at the moment it's valid until wednesday i think wednesday is the 5th of august so I've got a, a, a value offer until Wednesday. If you book in for a, a micro social media audit consult with me, uh, it's a free consult. You get some templates. Did you say free? I said free. That's my that's my offer. I do them for free. I, I always have my free micro audit sessions. So they're about thirty minutes in length. Um so they're always for free. So if you if there's just stuff you need to understand, then Get in contact. It's free. You don't have to pay for it, obviously, because it's free. Do you want me to say it again? Free. free. You can say free. <laughs> Go as on, a, sorry. As a bonus until next, if you book in before Wednesday and inclusive of Wednesday, I'm also giving away some content templates, calendar. Templates um, okay. and some extra bonuses, which are engagement questions to ask on social media that increases engagement.
0: So there's there's the big tip from today. Get in contact with Jermaine before the end of business on Wednesday, the fifth of August, and you're going to get a free thirty minute consult, some free templates that'll enable you to do all the things that you've you've just learned with Jemai. Jermaine, I want to thank you very much for your time and look forward to chatting to you again soon.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me. Say yes to locals. Support small business. Chamber's top tips. Buy from your local shops, cafes and restaurants to keep locals in jobs. Ask your local store if they can deliver to your door. Pay with plastic when possible, not cash. Stock up on gift certificates for later. Post about your visit on social media and share their posts. Check in with small business owners and employees. Look for local retailers with an online platform or help a local shop develop one. And most importantly, be kind, support each other and look out for one another. Let's keep it local to Woomba.
0: Once again, it's great to have Mayor Paul Antonio on the Talking to Oomba podcast. Thanks again for your time. Morning, Paul. And how are you?
2: I'm really well, thanks. And uh, I've just spent two days in Brisbane. And when you've uh, had a bit of time in Brisbane, you realise the beauty of Coomber when you return home. It's great to come up the hill.
0: Indeed. Now, we reported on the opening of the Queen's Park Interpretive Shelter in last week's episode. Can you tell us about its significance in relation to the, the old hothouse? And USQ's involvement?
2: Well, it's certainly a new structure that's adjacent to the site where the historic uh, hothouse, as you call it, or the Queen's Park Conservatory, existed. And it existed there from about 1909 to the late 1950s. So it's been a fair while. And I guess this new structure honours that earlier structure. And that earlier structure was a big part in helping form Toowoomba's Garden City reputation. Uh, it's a lightweight structure. The uh, design incorporates a form of the former conservatory in the new framework. The inspiration for the design was to honour the demolished building, so it's a very, very important part. The site of the hot house was evacuated uh, by members of the University of Southern Queensland archaeological dig after the discovery of the outline and remnants of an early structure. The students investigated and located the footings of the former glasshouse. So. There's a lot of history here. I'm delighted that we've had uh, the uh, university involved. The master plan is designed to enhance public facilities and uh, be a feature of our premier park. I think we all honour those people who had the courage all those years ago to keep Queen's Park for people like this generation now. It's a great effort to do that.
0: It is fantastic that our history is being preserved for future generations. Now, talking of future generations, the MyTR Library app has a new function. Now, I have the app, so I'm interested to hear what this is all about.
2: Well, it's, uh, it's a world-class and a world-first self-issuing service, and uh, we're very proud to be part of something that is, in fact, a world-first. It allows customers to borrow resources using their phone their mobile devices and the new function avoids the need to queue and in these difficult COVID-19 pandemic times, that's uh, helping the hygiene of our community out considerably. The library library members will be able to quickly check out resources by tapping the item with a smartphone. No need to use the library hardware. So uh, this is a step in the right direction, the very sensible use of new technology and I'm delighted that we are uh, got something that's a world first in our beautiful city of Toowoomba.
0: This is great, as you said, in, in the current environment. Now, keeping with the pivoting theme, the very successful Change Program has gone online, which, which I think is very exciting, because I do love my food.
2: Yes. Yeah, it's not bad for you, is it? Particularly the right sort of food. The people of my state of maturity do tend to go to some of the foods that aren't necessarily all that good for you. You add a kilogram every year. After about 20 years or so, it does add up. So the Good Food Foundation, which is a collaboration between TRC Change Project, will soon deliver the Jamie Oliver Learn Your Fruit and Vegetable online program. And I think the more fruit and vegetable that we eat, the better we will be in the future. Our health will be very, very important to us.
0: Yes, my record as a kid with fruit and veg was not good. My My parents probably wished there was something like this uh, when I was growing up. Now, finally, there's something happening on top of the bus station in the CBD. Can you tell us about that?
2: Well, Council continues to adjust the parking conditions through the CBD. And, of course, what we really want is for those, those parks in the main street to be used for business, short-term business, so people can pop into a shop, do their business. We want some longer-term parking. And the latest move will see up to 110 spaces made available for authorised long-term parking on the top deck of the Toowoomba Bus Station car park. I think, as I said previously, what we're trying to do is get the long-term parkers. And we have seen people who, in fact, park in the main street and then uh, they go out and shift their car every two hours or every one hour or whenever it runs out. Businesses in town are able to provide these for their employees, which will be a big change the Council will make authorised long-term parking available on the top deck of the current Toowoomba bus station car park. The authorised long-term parks will have 24-hour access, seven days a week to the parking zone, uh, with the knowledge they can come and go as many times as they like in that particular parking space which is available for them. We believe that will make a significant difference. To do this, uh, we will need to invest further in furthering the facility from our point of view. Installing card readers, signage and safety measures such as monitoring cameras and lighting that will cost around $60,000 and take approximately three months to purchase and install. That's council expenditure. So we're quite excited about it. I think it will make a difference to parking. And uh, we are hoping, and we have been hoping for quite some time, that a commercial operator would come into this city and actually invest in parking.
0: Now, I know we've only scratched the surface with all the things going on around Toowoomba. People can obviously go to the the council's website, that's tr.qld.gov.au, to find out more. Absolutely. Thanks for your time again, Paul, and we look forward to chatting again next month.
2: It's it's an honour for me to be uh, on your program and I look forward to talking to you in a month's time. Excellent. Thank you.
0: Well, that's it again for another week. We would love you to subscribe so you don't miss an episode or join our email list and get it emailed directly to you. And it's okay, we won't spam your inbox. If you are holding a sporting, business or school event, we would love to hear from you so we can include you in our podcast. Enjoy your week. Stay safe. I'm Shane. See you around, Toowoomba.